0: All right, all right. So before we dive into this awesome episode coming up, we got to give it up to our two show sponsors who help power the show. Uh, The first one is uh, is Nice Job. Nice Job is part of our tech stack, we call it. And so we've got a handful of apps that we like literally can't run our business without. We deem them as necessary. And Nice Job is one that helps power our five-star reviews. So we've been able to rack up the five-star reviews, and to basically give our customers a megaphone where they can tell the world like hey these guys are doing awesome they offer great service my house is so clean etc cetera, etc cetera. and they can go and review us on Facebook or on Google and you know how much those Google reviews are important guys as you grow your business so check out nice job and one thing I haven't really mentioned is um, there is a plug on your website you can actually get the nice job widget so that literally when someone's cruising your website It'll just pop up and say like, "Oh, Bill just booked their service," you know, four hours ago. It's like a, got a very cool functionality uh, for a plugin for your website. So hit up. Nice job, guys. Your second one, as I mentioned, you guys know we use, we love uh, Jobber. Jobber is our service software that we use. They help power our business. They're really the brains of our business and um, really help do, uh, you know, scheduling of jobs. And or it's their app, guys, that is just so incredible. Our guys love it. It's simple to use and they can see where to go and they can see what to do. And they can close the job and collect payment. And as a business owner, I love it because it doesn't matter where I'm traveling to or wherever I am in the world, I can see in real time how's my team actually doing today? How are we performing? So hit up Jobber, hit up Nice Job Guys. Both of their info is in the show notes. And we're going to be rolling with this episode here for you. Welcome to the Home Service Business Coach Podcast with your host, David Mowerman you will learn to grow your home service business and transition from being the technician in your business to being the CEO and leading your team to success. Get a front row seat where you will get practical advice from industry experts on how you can level up your home service business. Get ready to take some notes because we're going to jump right into it here. A big warm welcome to you for joining my podcast today. Uh, I'm coming at you from the West Coast here all the way up in Canada. And for those of you who are loyal listeners tuning in every week, I just super appreciate it. Uh, I don't know if you know, but I do do this podcast completely for free. And so it's my goal that you get as much value out of it every single week that you can literally tune in learn something, and then shut it off and go about with the rest of your day. And for me, in my journey, when I look back, there's a few key podcasts that I turned into for well over a year uh, just to learn as much as I can from the concepts being taught. So Welcome aboard to this next episode and as you can see from the title it may have caught your eye I'm going to be kind of getting into my story a little bit more uh, and actually sharing some things that I actually was like never shared uh, before publicly and so um, I really hope that you find some learning in it what I found along my journey is Like literally when people open up and share, I can see parts of my story in what they are saying. And so it's really my goal that you can hopefully uh, do the same. And what kind of concept I wanted to camp on here today was how can we as entrepreneurs and even bigger than entrepreneurs as people, how can we turn our weaknesses into be our strengths and so i wanted to share a few examples just from my life because it might sound counterintuitive you know where it's like oh we shouldn't be working on our weaknesses at all we should just you know delegate that and focus on our strengths and i do agree with that to some degree but i do think when you look back at your life it's interesting how you look back and you'll just be like wow i was really not great at Fill in the blank, and now kind of look at me now, and so I've just been reflecting on this concept the past couple of weeks, and just wanted to share it and bring as much value as I as I possibly can to you. So, I'll uh, I'll kind of dive right into it and and save all the the previews here for you. So, when looking back at my life, and it's interesting that I was actually. Uh, you know, four years old, almost five years old. And I had like a pretty serious uh, speech impediment where I wasn't actually able to speak where people could understand me. And so, um, you know, I was gearing up ready to kind of go into kindergarten the next year, turn five years old. And so my parents actually got um, therapy for me and it was actually my dad that was able to go through uh, tons and tons of different words and just practice on repeat uh, over a whole bunch of months and just to, to kind of get my language up to more of a point where I could be understood. And it's funny that I would talk to uh, my uncle now, my mom's brother, and he would not be able to like understand a word that I would say when I was like, you know, four years old. And my mom would get like super upset because obviously she could understand me, but he had like no idea what I was saying. So it was obviously like, okay, we need to do something about this. So major, major shout out to my parents and specifically my dad for working with me to literally be able to speak because, uh, you know, it's something that if if you don't get that down when you are a kid and young, it's a whole lot harder to try teach those skills you know later on in life not that it's not possible but when you're a child your brain is a lot more malleable to learn these skills so that was kind of one one issue that I had early on in in life and you know something I was a bit self-conscious about too like growing up but you know kind of initially the initial gratification was I remember my parents rewarded me with a a Playmobil set which uh, you know back in the day was was awesome and was my favorite toy for for a number of years and so when I look back and it's like wow I struggled early on in my life to actually speak and for people to understand me and now I look at today uh, you know I'm 32 years old uh, extremely blessed, uh, living what I feel is is a great life, and and very happy how things are going. Uh, and I look at one of my main income generators is now my coaching business. You know, I'm basically paid now a fee, paid money to to speak, and I speak to my students in our live coaching calls. I speak to them. Uh, over Zoom all the time with specific issues that they're going in. I'm um, I'm literally speaking to you right now over a podcast that I do every week. Uh, I guest speak for a couple different companies uh, as well for uh, periodically for different uh, levels of training. And so I have essentially turned this weakness initially early on into what is now one of my biggest strengths. Is literally able to just hop on Zoom and uh talk to somebody and you know there's obviously other skills that go into that that I've built through business and diagnose problems and ask great questions and all that thing but you wouldn't be able to do that if you wouldn't be able to speak and people couldn't understand you so that's kind of my first example that I have for you of like let's get the gears turning here in your head of like okay what what have you struggled with in the past and how could that be turned into a strength. And so I'm just like, wow, the simple act of speaking, we may take for granted. But there's lots of people who, you know, maybe struggle with it, myself included growing up. And now it's like, wow, this, this has turned into an awesome uh, gig for me. And to be honest, I think over the next number of years, we'll continue to grow. And I can hopefully speak to more people and impact more lives and help people Uh, grow themselves and grow their businesses uh, because I honestly just love doing it so much another weakness I wanted to bring forward to you and again I the point of this is that you can hear examples that I'm saying and you can literally pull from that and be like wow that's actually super relevant in my life and get your gears turning so two was um, I was extremely extremely shy um, growing up most of my life and even you know, to the point where as a kid, I would just, you know, try walk around the schoolyard by myself in, you know, grades one, two, three. Uh, Just, you know, I I am still introverted by nature. You know, if I have a full day of talking and and group coaching calls, I'll come off that and just need a couple hours, like just to myself where I'm like, I don't fully feel myself because I'm still like physically recharging just from that energy output so you know i'm not saying you can oh suddenly turn introvert to extrovert but people get that confused because it it, being introvert extrovert is literally just how you recharge right introverts will go to a party and they'll have a great time they love chatting to people like if they have people skills they'll love chatting to people but they'll drive home and they'll be like i feel like i just like ran 10 kilometers because i just feel like so tired where an extrovert will go to a party they'll have a great time and they'll be driving home and they'll just be like, wow, my batteries are like charged up at 100%. I feel like I could go to another party. So introvert, extrovert, absolutely nothing to do with people skills, it's just how you get your energy. So maybe you learned something new today from that, who knows? So people look at me, they're like, well, you're talking all the time, you talk for work. Oh, you're you're a natural born extrovert. It's like, no, I'm actually introverted, right? I need my alone time every single day and i try to be extremely careful with my time so that my energies aren't just going, you know, to a million different people and i get every single day, hey, can i get on a quick call? can we get coffee? can i get on a zoom call? can i pick your brain? can i it's just like no, 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 no. um i know where my time's got to go and i give my best energy professionally to my paid coaching clients. And then I do all this free stuff for fun, like a podcast and a Facebook group and give value. And maybe I'm driving and can hop on a quick call. But out of respect to my paid coaching clients, they always get the best of me, right? I pump out my personal tasks when it's time to get in to work in the coaching world. It's like, no, they're the ones paying. They're the ones I care most about. They get literally my best stuff. So little side plug, if you feel like the free stuff you're getting from me is good. Just wait till you get into our paid coaching program. It's going to be uh, like a roundhouse kick to the face with how much value um, you're going to be getting. But that's not what this podcast is about. So I'm going to stay on point. So I was extremely shy growing up, right? Super scared to talk to people. Um, just, just you know, always uh, kind of thinking what I'm going to say next when I'm talking to people. And so... Part of what I love about the human body is that things can be learned, as I alluded to earlier with this with talking and and your speech impediment, right? And so you could say, oh, this person's a natural-born people person. They're a natural-born leader. Like when I look at my life initially, I think I did do have natural talents, but my goodness, a lot of the skills I have now. Were learned, right? There was no, oh, he's a natural born entrepreneur. Like, no, I had some traits, but that all needed to be kind of manifested out over a number of years and numbers of different businesses and different experiences. And so the exact same thing for me was with being shy. I was shy until probably like 21, 22 years of age. I would say it started to change. And so What the catalyst for that was, was I got thrown into the deep end to run my own student painting business. I ran a franchise uh, with university first class painters. I signed up back in 2009 and I ran my own student painting division here on the west coast of British Columbia, Canada for four seasons. And that I believe is where I really learned to be like, wow. Uh, I can't be shy anymore if I want to have a successful business. And I also need to credit uh, my, my business degree. You know, people think, oh, you got a business degree. Of course you can run a business. It's like absolutely freaking not. Do you need a business degree to run a business? A lot of my friends, I honestly say most of my friends, like the 10 who are probably the most, you know, if we just talk financial success in business, um, they most of them would not have business degrees. So let's just that's a whole nother episode, but we'll just squash that one right there. You do not need a business degree to be successful. But what I learned through business school, they basically throw you into 40, 40 different classes. 37 of those were business related. And a big thing in business is communication. And so I had a number, countless classes, where literally you would have to do one, two, three presentations in the semester where you literally walk up to the front of the class and you just start talking about whatever. And for me, I like to always be really prepared. But sometimes you get into these group uh, presentations, one of which with a good buddy of mine now who does not prepare. And he basically trained me how can we go up to the front and just start talking and get the crowd to buy in. It's an amazing skill set that he has, and he really taught me. Like we don't need to over prepare, right? You kind of prepare enough, but then you got to kind of take some things in stride. And so now I look at my life and I'm like, I'm I'm not a shy person, right? I will move uh, up to the front of the room and I I, I love to talk. And my my wife, honestly. Um, makes fun of me in a fun way just like you know I, I joke I'm like oh I, I hate getting put on the spot like please don't pick me and she's just like what are you what are you talking about like you love that and I honestly do like if we're I remember I used to be in in business school and we'd have a class of 25 people and I'd sit like near the back right in the back corner right you don't want to get picked on and if the prof would like ask my name I would be just sweating bullets like man i do not want to get called on Uh, i'm extremely shy please don't pick me and i just like laugh now because i'm like if i went back eight years and i sat in the class i would just be like literally like okay bring it on mr mrs professor please ask me like i just love to give my two cents and so i've transitioned into be much more of a people person right i still love My alone time but when it comes to people skills um, I can just just talk talk through it right and so what if I look at one skill it was like yeah in business school presentations yeah but then also literally through student painting we were pretty much programmed with like the best form of marketing To and when you're in college like you don't have any money right so you're just like I need how do I sign up people to get their homes painted if I've never done it before And I have no money and I have very limited skill set. The best way is literally just to door knock. And that's always what I say when people start a business. It's like the best way just to get quick dollars in the door is to go door knock. And so I remember summing it up like I knocked on um, over 4,000 doors. And honestly, I think it was probably even higher because I didn't count all the thousands of people that I met um, who ended up signing up to get estimates where I would turn up and give them a price for their home but literally just in the marketing front uh, i was door knocking right and you get door slammed in your face you get called every name under the sun um it's funny when you door knock you really discover just how many people are actually having a bad day right and it's just like almost like every single shift um that you do you door knock for you know two three hours and the feedback you would get from some people you're just like my goodness how can people just be such nasty people having such a a tough day, right? So that was uh, another key thing where I'm like, wow, you could view shyness as a weakness, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I do think if you want to have a successful business, you need to be like assertive to some degree uh, and also be like a people person because you're, again, another cue another podcast title. You're always selling all the time, right? You're selling... People to to sign up to get a quote from you, or to book the job in with you, or you're selling an employee to join your company, and you're selling them on your vision. Um, you're you're always selling in business, so it don't doesn't matter if you're shy right now, but you will need to come out of your shell at some point. I believe if you want to be successful, or if not, if you choose to remain shy, um, you're going to need to partner with someone who's like a people person and who knows how to talk to people. So again, I'm not waking up out of bed being like wow i i get so energized talking to people all day but my love of talking to people all day is like a 9.5 out of 10. like i love what i do otherwise why on earth would i start this coaching business like if you don't care about people and you're not a people person uh, i'd literally say like pack up shop and don't be a coach because you're in it for the wrong reason so you gotta really care about people so If you're shy, like I was, that's all good. And if you want to get out of it, like literally just go knock on some doors. Or you could even look at, you know, joining a a Toastmasters group where literally it's going to be a whole lot cheaper than a business degree. And you're going to get uh, called up to the front and you're literally going to just have to make a speech, uh, you know, and they do give you time to prepare. But it is such an amazing skill to have when you can actually just be called upon and just walk up to the front and just say what you want to say. And so learning those people skills is another one um, that was definitely an area of weakness for me <clears throat> that I've been able to leverage into being a strength now. And I'm still not, you know, perfect around around people by any means. And I am still working on, um, you know, saying socially acceptable things. I love to push the envelope and kind of to speak what's on my mind but again that's a whole nother uh, aside here right now um, and then the the third one i kind of wanted to put on and this kind of builds on number two but it's literally just a state of confidence right and so when i look back at my life i would say i was not naturally a confident person right and that plays right into the shyness you're wondering oh my goodness what are people gonna think about me when i go up to the front what if I end up saying something dumb or, you know, even in class, I would hold back from asking questions because I would just filter through my head and be like, oh, wow, I actually don't know the answer. I'm actually going to look like a buffoon and just look so dumb to the class where now in this coaching teaching role I'm in, I'm like the, the students, the clients who ask me, the questions and look quote-unquote dumb on the coaching calls those are the people that I like the best because they're actually saying you know what screw it what other people think I'm here for my own learning and I need to level up and learn as much as I can and so having this level of being confident is absolutely um, been transformative in my life and that just comes to how are you actually viewing yourself as a person And honestly, guys, listening to this, it's like the thing is never as bad as you actually think it is. Like we do a pretty good job as humans just getting so worked up in our own heads as far as like, oh man, this is going to be this like big scary experience. I'm scared of what the other group members are going to say. I'm scared of what that homeowner is going to say when I, you know, pitch them at the door. I'm scared of what my customers will say when I raise the prices up. So it's all comes down to, again, like I said, who, how do we view ourselves as people? But a lot of it, honestly, just comes down to mindset. And a lot of my, my training and these podcast episodes, I love talking about mindset because it does really define how our business runs and how our own lives run and how we view ourselves as people. So when you can look back at your life, like I've mentioned here, some short examples for you, uh, you know, my my speech impediment, turning that into being uh, paid now to speak and run a great coaching program and help people uh, live life and live their business out to like their full potential. Um, turning myself from being super shy into being a people person and then really just being able to level up my confidence through my business journey um, particularly through like my decade of my 20s was like really being like learning okay I can run this business but you know did a lot of work on myself too and just how how i've built confidence and these things i'm saying guys aren't like a quick like oh just do these like three things like dave did and it'll like be all good but it's just like when you look through your life and look at different themes that have come out and been manifested through the number of years that you've been on earth you can probably do some pretty good reflection Uh, And I love to do this while I drive and just reflect and just be like, how did that thing lead to this thing lead to that thing? And you kind of just like start putting some puzzle pieces together in your life. So this might sound a little bit woo-woo to you where you're like, oh, I'm like driving, dealing with a million things and the kids are screaming and I got to go see this customer or do this thing. Um, But, you know, kind of take the point to find some quiet space in your life. Even if for 20 minutes and just kind of reflect and you'll start to see some patterns as you kind of develop that level of thinking uh, in your life. So, you know, again, I want you to I don't want this just to be like, oh, look at how Dave changed. I want it to be like, look how Dave changed and look how I in turn can change as well as a business person and and just change my own life because I tell my clients this every week that it's not the tactics and the strategies and like, Oh, do this one hack for your, for your GMB or do this one thing. Like, yeah, all those things are like important, but ultimately what it's all about is changing how you think and how you view yourself. That's really like the two things because we all know that like, Thoughts turn into actions, turn into behaviors, turn into habits. And literally, as John Maxwell says, like, how do we even get successful? It's like literally the secret of success. If you want it right here, get ready to write it down. It's determined through your daily agenda. And so I'll say that again. Success is determined through your daily agenda. And so it's like, what actions are you actually taking every day every week to move the needle forward on yourself and on your business and when i look at it's like yeah i didn't just snap my thing like they're pretty major things right like somebody can't really talk and then <clears throat> oh they're talking and they're getting paid to run coaching programs it's like <clears throat> okay that wasn't just a you know one weekend little seminar i did and oh surprise i'm great at talking it's like this thing that takes years takes decades to like hone this skill and even in my speaking journey my coaching journey it's like i'm like the smallest little minnow fish on the face of the earth when you compare to you know people who sell out stadiums or have people you know all over the world like just coaching at scale right and so it's just like don't let it go to your head too much but it's just like i'm trying to prove a point that you can turn something from a negative and swing it like pretty far over to the positive and the same one is like you know people skills it's like you know those people you meet and you're just like man that guy or that girl is just like the biggest beauty like they're just down to earth you know they're successful but you wouldn't know it and that's a simple concept i've been camping on lately is like who's the people that are like successful but they're not walking around with like a stick up their butt right like those are the people that i'm like kind of learning from and just being like, man, it's refreshing to see, you know, someone successful by our world standards, but they are uh, just down to earth and just seem like a normal dude, right? So, um, but yeah, like that's not overnight either, right? To be able to just turn it on and go, you know, sell at the front door and book people in to paint their house, like that takes time as well. And so when you look at, um, and and last point on that too is just turning you know shy into being not shy. It's like you look at business school too, right? That was a four year thing that I stuck through and did it. Uh, and again, doesn't guarantee success, but you do learn people skills in a business program or in a program in school. Uh, any class you take, I would imagine there'll be some element of group work that you're going to have to do and you're gonna probably have a presentation of some kind and have to be able to talk to people and have people skills. So it's like all these little mini effects lead to a great outcome. And so you know, it it is literally one of my favorite quotes, it takes 20 years to make an overnight success. When I look at some of these things in my life, it's even been longer than 20 years, right? The speaking one that was like 27, 28 years ago now, And, you know, we'll be continuing to hone this skill of speaking and of of coaching and and training. And so don't look at it as like a quick fix, like I suck at this. And now by like next Tuesday, I want to be like a rock star. It's like, no, you know, read the book, The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy, um, The Compound Effect. And what Darren talks about in the book is just how if we stick with something over time, we start to get uh, increasingly greater results right the thing compounds it's like why does someone who buys a home you know today for three hundred thousand dollars why in 20 years is that home going to be worth you know 3.5 million dollars it's going to go up 10 times in value right why is it going to do that it's going to compound over time you own this asset it builds a little bit more and it doesn't just build a little bit more it builds a little bit more on what was built a little bit before that if that makes sense you get this like leapfrog effect where you're jumping from 1.0 to 1.1 you go up 10% but then you jump up 10% from 1.1 up 10% goes up even higher than it did before so it's kind of that rate of change you can read about and that is what compounding effect is and you see it with compound interest, right? It can also work negatively where if you get behind on your credit card payments, it will just continue to compound and you'll be owing $200, then you won't owe $400, you're gonna owe like 441 and then it's gonna you know, go even further and so it goes compound interest in the wrong way. So the same thing, is with habits, guys, they will compound. That's why someone who goes and exercises and goes and runs outside and goes running, you know, four times a week uh, and spends 30 minutes each time running, and if that person keeps it up, say, for three months, they're going to be in a lot better shape than someone who, say, goes on five like, you know, eight hour hikes kind of thing, right? They're going to probably be in better shape. The person who did it consistently uh, and just did it for shorter amounts of time because it's just consistent and you're compounding, right? There's so many people who are like, oh, there's a half marathon coming up. Just sign me up. I'll just go and get her done, right? And you, you probably could just go and get her done. But it's like, how are you going about that? And is it even sustainable? And that's when a lot of people come into business too, right? They view it just as a one-year thing, like, "Oh, I have to hit five hundred thousand dollars this year." It's not successful. It's like, man, if you actually take a pro this approach and build this, say over three years, you can do a lot more because, say, you don't hit five hundred this year, say you hit like three sixty-four. It's like that's going to compound into next year if you're smart with your recurring bookings and, you know, servicing your existing clients and reaching back out to them and all these things. That's going to continue to compound into the future years and you're going to be further ahead in three years than you would be if you just hit a home run this year. So I would just encourage you don't be looking for areas just to like hit this overnight success because it doesn't exist. Look for areas where you're like, wow. I'm like kind of weak in this and I've spotted a trend where um, this is turning into a strength of mine. I'm getting better at this. I want to like double down on this and really focus on it more. And just because you delegate something in your business doesn't mean that you're like weak at it, right? I've delegated a few tasks in my business that I actually like really love to do. Like I don't do the scheduling anymore for our crews, but when I did it, I honestly really liked it. Like it's almost like playing Tetris and you've got your map where you got a route cruise to and you try to find these like great combinations and like minimize driving time and you can color code all them and you know geotag them by neighborhood and I just like I love doing that but and I did it and it kind of kept us stuck for a little bit longer than we needed to so it doesn't always need to be like I think entrepreneurs are like oh I suck at everything except just making vision it's like no like yourself a little bit more credit like if you started this business from nothing you probably have some skills and can kind of float to almost any area in the business and get by but as you start to grow and scale you really want to find specialists and be more of a generalist in your business where you just like know a little bit about each department but if we're gonna like deep dive and get in the weeds that's where you're like ah you'd be better off talking to bill in the office or talking to you know steve in operations or whoever it ends up being so i want to wrap up just encouraging you to view yourself look at yourself in the mirror view yourself as a champion as an entrepreneur as a person who's making the world a better place it's not about tactics or strategies or one little ninja hack it's actually how you view yourself as a person And to give you some homework on this episode, please deep dive into the last whole bunch of years of your life into your whole life and look at areas where you had weakness that you've turned into strengths because I guarantee you, if you're gonna be successful in business. You're not just like born with all these magical business skills. You're gonna actually suck at a few things that you're gonna actually have to be like, okay, I need to level up. Like I am I always look at my life, right? And I'm like, I'm a four or five in this category. Like I measure things out of 10, right? So I'm like a five in this one skill. And I say, you know what, in the next year, could I get myself up to like a seven, right? Maybe an eight. And if you kind of view things that way where nothing's ever a 10, like 9.5 is the highest we can get because we always want to be improving um it's a great way to look at your life objectively and just be like where am i kind of sucking so you can look at your business and be like you know in marketing or in sales or in office administration or in production or time management or whatever it is you can kind of grade, grade yourself out of 10 and you can pick one maybe two areas that you want to level up in this next quarter and just be like really intentional to focus on that like that is how you move forward Uh, personally and how your business moves forward as well. So I want to encourage you as always, um, these things guys take multiple years to hone and to get better in. And like, it's not a rush building your business, right? It's like, who has the best year in 2021? Nobody's going to care as soon as we hit 2022, because it's just going to be a brand new game. And so, Don't build this business for anyone else other than yourself and your family and your community. And like literally take steps to get it so that it's serving you. Because life is too short, and I say this a lot, it's too short to just keep working day in and day out in your business, these long days staying stuck. So don't stay stuck for long. And if you need help, reach out, guys. As always, I do offer a free Uh, consultative coaching call. If you're struggling with something, I will hop on a phone call with you. Uh, I'll tell you more about my coaching program and how I can help. Uh, And some clients that I've got are getting seriously awesome results. So if you're finding value in the free stuff, you're like, look, it's time to level up. Get myself, my business to the next level. Book a coaching call with me. Again, be confident. Don't be scared. I'm not going to bite. I'm not going to sell you something you don't need. Um, But I will have that link here in the show notes. You can book a call with me. And even if you're finding value, guys, I had someone just email me last week. Um, You can email me, homeservicebusinesscoach at gmail.com. Someone just reached out. They're like, man, I'm not ready for formal coaching, but i sure I'm enjoying your podcast episodes. Keep it up. I just dropped you a review. And so to you, my friend, uh, I say thank you. And to those of you who are listening, Uh, subscribing and leaving me those five, those coveted, those precious five stars. I super appreciate you. So keep your head up, guys, as you build this business. And remember, you can always turn your weaknesses into strengths. We'll talk to you guys on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the episode today. If you want to get even more value from David, then book your free coaching call at homeservicebusinesscoach.com.